Hey football freaks, it's Alan. Just want to take the time here to let you know that this week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. If you're thinking of doing a podcast, there is a way for you to do a show without having to become an audio editing master, a production whiz kid. You can just go to prettyeasypodcasts.com and get your own personal producer at a very, very low cost that'll be someone who can guide you, assist you, help you out with whatever you need to get your podcast off the ground. If you have an idea or a topic you want to talk about on a weekly basis, a daily basis, it doesn't matter. Go to prettyeasypodcasts.com. Get started today. Take some of the hassle of starting a podcast off your shoulders and let the audio professionals at Pretty Easy Podcasts help you out. Pretty Easy Podcasts is where podcasters go to get their shows recorded and posted with a complete podcast studio at their disposal. Record from home or your office or anywhere, really. Pretty Easy Podcasts caters to your schedule and gives you a producer for your show at your beck and call. Go to prettyeasypodcasts.com, sign up today, be heard, have some fun podcasting, and don't let a lack of technical knowledge hold you back. Go to prettyeasypodcasts.com today. This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of August 25th, 2019. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. I'm Vince. And I'm Bryant. This week, the XFL revealed the eight highly anticipated team nicknames and logos. This is episode 83, and it's time to choose your squad. We are only 24 weeks away from kickoff 2020. Here we are, Bryant. Team names. Time to buy some merch. Time to start some battle cries. Alan, this moment right here, this this week was 83 weeks in the making, and we finally have it now. Now that we're only 24 weeks away, a lot of time for people to choose who they're cheering for. I mean, you and I know uh, who we're cheering for. We always need this. Wildcats! Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah! Woo! Roar! Um, no, Wildcats. It was a great, great day for the XFL this past Wednesday. Uh, and the momentum keeps rolling. Uh, it's been rolling throughout the the rest of the week. And, and now I'm just anticipating, you know, team names are cool and all, but when's the draft? Yeah, we know it's in October. I cannot <laughs> wait. Vince, I'm watching NFL preseason games on the iPad as we do the show. I'm not going to be distracted, but I got to be scouting. A lot of great players out there, but a lot of injuries piling up in the NFL again, just like last week. I have no earthly clue which players are going to be available, but it's so exciting this preseason right now. But uh, what t- that versus team names, I don't know what to be more hyped for. Yeah, last night, as of this live on tape program, I was watching uh, NFL Network, and it was basically like red zone for for the preseason. They had six games going on. It was great uh, just to see, you know, who who was getting in, who was not getting in, who's getting hurt. Uh, 
I, I'm hyped for that. But I this week though, I was hyped for these team names, these logos, the the uh, the reveal videos. That's what it was all about. Yeah, that's. I was doing the same thing. I was watching Chad Kelly throw for the Colts, and I was just saying to myself, "Man, Jake, he'd look really good in a Wildcats uniform." Although we don't know what <laughs> uniforms will look like yet, Jake. No, we don't. Uh, listen, this this is enough information to last me probably to Thanksgiving right now. I, I know we're going to get, you know, get drafts and other stuff, but, uh, oh, what a week. And, you know, we're going to go into each each team, at least I believe that's that's what you have planned. I could just talk about one team. You know, I think there's enough that can be said for at least an hour. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking there might be some uh, team-centric episodes coming down the line. I don't know if we'll do them on Patreon or the free feed yet, Brian. We'll have to figure that out. But, yeah, we're going to have to break each of these down in great detail. We're going to try to do some more today. But we already did a little bit on a post show we did on YouTube, which we compiled along with a special pre-show and the actual XFL's announcement all in a, in a podcast on the free feed. If you want to go relive the historic day that was the reveal of the XFL team names and logos, it's all there in podcast form on our free feed. Uh, just subscribe. This is the XFL show. If you already haven't, tell your friends. Of course, at XFL show is where it's all going down on social media, uh, Twitter and YouTube, especially on that historic day, Brian, just not huge days for the league, of course, but also we had an awesome day ourselves. We want to thank everybody who uh, joined the bandwagon and jo- or joined us on the road to 2020 on that faithful day. Yeah, no, it was, um, I, I try to put it out there as simply as I could. It was one of the better days for us. And I honestly, more importantly for the XFL. So thank you to everyone who joined us uh, on YouTube, who subscribed, who's following us now on Twitter, uh, this this journey is going to get uh, better and better as we get closer to kickoff in February 2020, and we're we're happy and thankful that you're along with us on this crazy ride. Yeah, if this is your first show, uh, if you got sucked in on that on that big day with the team names and everything, and now you're just checking us out for the first time, welcome aboard. We're riding down the road to 2020 together. We're covering the XFL unlike anybody, giving you as much detail and commentary and analysis and news as possible each and every single week. We did a big day on YouTube. YouTube, so you got to subscribe there as well. We put content there. And uh, unfortunately, on that program, uh, the post show we did, at least, uh, Jake and Vince were not able to get on that one, Brian. So you and I yucked it up a little bit instantly after the team names were revealed. But I cannot wait because pretty soon we're finally going to get to hear what Jake and Vince really think about the eight team names and logos. Yeah, Jake and Vince, you really have to join us more for these shows because that basically turned into how cool the LA Wildcats logo and you know, and a team name was uh, <laughs> post the announcement. Uh, no, in all seriousness, we tried to break down. We were live. We were bringing in comments from the from the the viewers live as well. So it was a lot of fun. It was instant reaction. I think Alan, you and I might have a little bit more to give now that we've actually had more than five minutes to uh, rewatch these videos and and really let these team names and team identities sink in. Yeah, I've been thinking about them more, reading up more about some things, uh, history maybe behind the possible reasonings behind these. We're going to dive deep into that this week on our hot read. We're going to try to give our own explanations, ponder what the XFL was thinking when it comes to these team names and logos, uh, break them all down in detail. It's going to be a lot of fun today, so strap in, get ready. We are going to go through the eight new uh Baby, baby teams. I, I'm so happy. Bo- what a week! Anytime you, you get a birth, it's a great week. So much happy. I got this glow. I, f- I feel 
so, so much joy. 83 weeks in the making. You're right, Brian. 724-565-4XFL is the number to call. If you want to voice your opinion and be heard on the show, you can call and leave us a voicemail anytime you like. Just call 724-565-4XFL. Last week's show was also uh, a, a big one, a fun one. The first XFL player was signed. We're hearing rumors that Ryan Mount, the quarterback, is going to join. We had a lot of positive reaction to that particular episode. And then, of course, the YouTube stuff this week. I just want to also go back to last week real quick, Brian, because we said it on the YouTube channel, I think. We need a, we need a dang old intern here to keep track of some of these things to help us out. XFL Superfan on Twitter saying whoever they are and said, I'll do it. We might have to consider. There's a lot going on. Wednesday was one of the busiest days of my uh, podcasting career. Uh, waking up, cracking dawn, then headed over to Beverly Hills to rub elbows with uh, Coach Moss and Heather Carrots, <laughs> and then and then some more podcasting at night. It was a it was a busy busy day for for Bryant and. Uh, send in your resume or, or, or give us a call seven two four five six five. To be fair, you and Coach Moss meet weekly anyway, so. That- well it's been a while he's in frankfurt he was was enjoying his time out there wednesday you guys usually play a pinochle at lunch (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're we're more of jenga people how how was beverly hills so yeah he's jenga at lunch a lot a lot of a lot of fans attended these parties these luncheons and media people attend attended luncheons for each uh city uh you went to beverly hills for the la wildcats luncheon brian how was that? It was it was great. I mean, you know, it was great to see uh, you know some of the 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 personnel for for the XFL Los Angeles team met some some new hires. Uh, met some with the, met with the media. Uh, it was very professionally done. You know, they had the the whole pre uh, the whole viewing of the of all the videos. Uh, Coach Moss was uh, very entertaining during that a uh, video presentation. <laughs> uh, they fielded questions from the media. Uh, it was it was a great presence from the LA. Uh, uh, media market, a uh, great location. I uh, got some insight um, on, on a couple things here that we'll probably share in a little bit, but overall it was a great, great. Um, I was happy that I was able to attend something like this to get a little bit of the behind the scenes behind this whole logo and, and team name selection process. And yeah, I saw some of the clips, the elation of just the people involved with the team finally getting to, you know, announce their team name. I'm sure a lot of them were holding it back. A lot of them might have not even known the team name until we found out too. So that that was awesome to see a lot of insight we got on social media from all the teams putting stuff out there. Um, I also want to say going back to last week um, with the team names coming out and everybody getting hyped up on social media, so much back and forth. It was a really active week, trending XFL all week. Uh, XFL delivery guy, you rule. I couldn't have said it any better myself. If anybody caught that guy's video, <laughs> I guess he was in the back of like a UPS truck telling it like it is when it comes to people just waiting on team names to just speak negatively about stuff when, you know, honestly, there are way more people hyped up for these team names and logos than there are anybody who's out there spitting uh, vitriol on social media because a lot of people just live to do that. But uh, these these logos and team names, I think, overall, pretty well received and uh, a lot of people excited in each city. And, and Vince, I don't know if you caught this guy's video, but I, I did not, but I need to. Oh, you'd like it. it out. Oh, you need to. You need to. <laughs> it's, really, it's really good. Uh, anything else we got uh, from last week or social media or anything? Here we go before we dive into Vince and Jake's thoughts on the logos, Brian. 
Uh, well, we did get some feedback. Uh, you know, we did talk about um, Landry Jones being the first uh, tier one quarterback signed. That was only a week ago, if you can remember that. Uh, if you can even think that that was only a week ago. But uh, there was some feedback here, uh, you know, and, and everybody excited that the XFLs uh, received their first quarterback. Still no other signings. I think we can all expect that not to happen until the end of the month. Uh, XFL, I'm sorry, NFL cuts, though, happen at the end of this week. We might see some some new tier one quarterbacks signed in the next 10 days or so. So this train's going to keep rolling. I'll tell you that much. Um, but yeah, some great feedback. And also thanks to um, quarterback from BYU, Tanner Mangum. Yes. Uh, for, for being a guest on our show. Uh, hopefully uh, we see him donning a, a, an XFL uniform come 2020. Yeah. I had a lot of fun talking to him. He was, he was a fun interview. Um, go check that out. That is up on the YouTube page. If you want to just check the interview out, it was a part of last week's show. And uh here we go. It's the moment I've been waiting for for this episode, at least. Uh, this week we've been we we did the post show. Jake's giddy. Vince is waiting in the wings. Everybody. So on our cover two this week, uh, we're basically gonna do what we did for the post game show, Brian. But give it up to Vince and Jake who have yet to voice their reactions to all eight team names and logos. Where football goes to be reborn. Where football goes to be reimagined. Where one goes to find more of what they need. A place with endless possibilities and hidden gems. A place where only one's limitations determine how much is explored. A place that gives you all the football you can handle and more. This is the XFL Show's Patreon, guiding you to February 2020. Here we go. Uh, First up will be Jake in this week's cover two. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. The floor is yours, Jake. What were your instant reactions to the videos? Yeah, I know everybody wants to know. I, I think these were all good choices. Um, you know, I, of course, I have my favorites, uh, you know, a, a top four and a bottom four. But, you know, let me just start and in no particular order go through Dallas Renegades. Listen, you're raising hell. We thought it was going to be a from uh, that teaser video that came out. And, you know, the logo looks like they're going to rob a train. So, uh, you know, that that's still good stuff. I'm. I wish they would have switched, you know, maybe that oiler blue primary color and gave it to Houston and maybe Dallas could have took a, a darker blue or gray or something. But, you know, nonetheless, Renegades, good fits it. DC Defenders, a simple logo, but I really like it. I like that crest they got going there. Houston Roughnecks, this is one that, you know, if you want to go back in the archives and listen, I, I gave you two to keep an eye out for, and the Roughnecks were one of them. So clearly you got the you know, oil, uh, Oilers familiarity here, the LA Wildcats. I don't want to jump on this yet, but that's a great logo, you know, not even a Wildcat, <laughs> but just, just that, that LA, you know, we, I think most of us thought that was going to be a uh, Tampa Bay colors, but it was not, you know what they call the, that LA, that the style of that LA logo though, you know why you got to do that. Uh, right, Jake, we talked about this. It's iconic. That LA logo. If you're an LA team, don't you have to have that LA logo? 
It is really pretty. Uh, I'll give them that. The New York Guardians, I don't know if somebody was playing a lot of Destiny, you know, whenever they were naming the team. But this, it looks like a Sphinx to me. It's got those horizontal stripes. Uh, we thought this uh, this was going to be the Gargoyles. The Seattle Dragons, to me, this is clearly the most, uh, I guess, the most out there, the most radical. I don't know if Seattle has a larger uh, dragon population than other parts of, of the country, but that's what they're going with here. The Battle Hawks, I think that's a great logo. Uh, maybe a different name would, would suit it better, but you know, overall, I still like it. And then the Tampa Bay Vipers, you're not getting much there, you know, and it's a very different color scheme from what's happening in that stadium already. But you know, very quickly, that's what I think. I do not think there's any duds, I think there are some better than others. Yeah, you, you definitely uh have some favorites, that's how I felt initially, Jake. You're right. Uh, I, I don't. I, I guess you're coming out as one of the people who are anti uh, Battlehawk, then, because that's my favorite name by far. I just, uh, it's a little, it's a little much. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I love the logo. It may it may be the best logo. I know it's a little much to you that all eight team names were re- revealed at once. I know you you can't oh, even well, handle yes, that right yes. now. <laughs> I think that was a mistake. Uh, do you? <laughs> Let's ask him the big question, Brian. Do you have a favorite team now that you're rooting for based off these identities? I do not because I still want to see helmets and uniforms. Oh, man. You're, that, that, that's what I everybody's mean, been listening to the show for. I'll tell that you, moment. There, there are three that stick out above the rest for me. Which? And, All right, well, and that, that is Dallas, D.C., and L.A. I think those are the best logos. Okay, so here's something that I didn't, un- and I got this clarity when I was uh, was at the media luncheon, is that black is going to be predominantly the color for the LA team, and the orange and the uh, red are going to be like the accent colors. So like their home jerseys are going to be black, you think? That's my, I, I mean, I don't know about that, but they said black is a part of that logo. It's not just a background. Well, well yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that in all black, and then, you know, it's some... Orange and red, orange trim and, and red stripes, or whatever. I, I can dig it. Kind of, it seems almost like it sounds like almost uh, reverse bangles. Bangles wear bangles orange, wear white, and black. black. They were all black sometimes. But yeah, like a reverse. So if the bangles were more black, maybe we're leaning towards that type of look. Uh, a bangle is a wildcat. I I did a lot of research on wildcats this week, Vince. Um, didn't have to do too many on dragons. I already know all about them and I'm sure you're super <laughs> hyped that, you know, Seattle wasn't the Sasquatches, but I think dragons is a pretty good, uh, pretty good backup to Sasquatches. Uh, so I was, I was yeah. okay with how, how that. loud, how loud is that place going to be whenever they have that big inflatable dragon head with, with smoke <laughs> yeah. shooting out of its nostrils and they run out of there. Oh, I can't. <laughs> it's, it's. <laughs> It was my favorite video uh, for the uh, broadcast that they did uh, the, with the, <laughs> the dark water and the flying dragons through the air. I felt like I was watching the never-ending story, Vince. Uh, what, was your, <laughs> what was your reaction to the XFL's joint broadcast with ESPN and Fox revealing these names? Oh, I, I loved it. Uh, you know, Colin Cowherd, uh, Laura Rutledge, they delivered, no doubt about that. I wish that they would have you know, talked a little bit more about them. Uh, they didn't really let them talk as much as I, I would have liked to see, but the, still a very good performance. You know, for, for what it was, I thought it was very good. And how about the team uh, names? Did you pick a favorite? Are you are you rooting for a certain team based off of these identities? 
Oh yeah. So far right now, you know, given the, you know, the coaches that we know about the logos, the names, I'm, I'm behind the Dallas renegades right now. It sounded like Bryant's dog did not like that. You chose the renegades right there. Not at all. Too bad. I I like the, I I have a hard time saying I'm going to root for a Dallas team right now. Uh, Yeah, it, it is difficult, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll say this uh, uh, overall. Um, you know, I'd say, you know, first of all, I'm happy with all the logos. I, I like them all. Um, some of the team names are a bit gimmicky for me. Um, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, I, the I think they're... What? Which ones? You have the floor. Which, Which ones are gimmicky? I, the, I think the Defenders, the Guardians, uh, and the Battlehawks, I think those are a little little too gimmicky they kind of scream you know arena league uh type team you know just not just not you know a a, a premium brand well i think when we go through explan- ex- explanations and possible histories and ideas maybe that the xfl was thinking about naming these teams which you know this is just kind of research I did, Bryant did, we all have in the back of our minds, we're going to go through that, ask why for each city. I think if we talk it out, Vince, you're going to come around at least on Battle Hawks. I think we got some, I think there's good history and explanations behind the team name, which seems to be the most polarizing of the group when it comes to the naming. I don't, I anybody complaining about the logos though, you're right, is just looking for something to complain about. I think they're all well done. And I can't wait to see these these renegades uniforms, you know, with that that oiler blue. Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of I'm get, think, guessing some white pants with a with a blue top. Uh, they're going to look they're going to look sharp. They're going to be popping for sure. Now, Ellen, out of these eight teams, which one has the best shot of coming out the Holy Diver? Oh, some Dio. Oh man, uh, the dragons just by default, or put me they dive into the ocean. Uh, um, I guess uh, no, but uh, no wait, Dragons aren't aquatic creatures, are they? Yeah, dragons. They can be. Dragons love water. <laughs> well, it depends on what type of dragon. Technically, Godzilla is a dragon. I would say. Is he? I would. He's I a, don't, I don't think he's a dragon. Godzilla he doesn't fly. Godzilla is a dragon the same way like a Bengal is a wildcat. It's just he he's a part mm-hmm. of the subgroup, I think. G- I don't know, because like Guardians could dive too, Jake, down from their perch. Roughnecks. Roughnecks dive in. Yeah, they drill. I, I, yeah, I, I think Roughnecks would like... Battlehawks? Roughnecks listen to a lot of Molly Hatchet. And they're scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, th- this, is, uh, this is great. I kind of got what I expected there from... Uh, from Vince. Uh, Vince, I, I, I'll ask you, this is what my main question for you. I, I was interested mostly in Jake's reaction to the logos there, but for you, and in terms of rooting for a team based off of identities, that's not what only determines it for people. Do you think people will solely decide who they pick to root for in this league based on these logos and the team names, or is it like you, you put in Coaches, players, location, yeah. and all that. Yeah, and, and well, you know, it's mostly going to be location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, for for you know, for obviously for for the hometown fans, I'd say eighty uh, percent of but, the fans, maybe. Is that too much? Well, no, I would say you know, I, I got I got no allegiance to any of these cities whatsoever. Um, so uh, for me, it's going to be, uh, and maybe a lot of people are going to be like this. I think I don't think they're going to have a team. 
they're they're just going to be watching for the entertainment factor, and you know maybe they'll like how a certain team plays, and they'll they'll attach onto them. But you know, there's always those people out out, out there that are you know I'm going to pick the green team regardless of who they are. <laughs> That's true. Uh, also, people will probably be rooting for whoever they have money on or are playing in XFL, oh, yes. in XFL fantasy, which is really right. the big day I know you're waiting for when it comes to the gambling and fantasy aspects of the league, which I'm sure will be closer to kickoff in 2020 than than we are with these uh, these logos. But uh, yeah, location probably number one, but these team names go a long way in, in the visibility and people like Vince has been saying, taking things seriously. And for this week's hot read, I, I, th- I thought it would be good if, we all have now spoken our minds on each logo, our reactions, instant reactions. Now we could maybe dive deep into it. I have some uh, research that we, we've done. I've compiled it all that each of us have been throwing out back and forth during the week. And we could go over some possible reasonings. These aren't official reasonings. The XFL has alluded to some things, but nothing is flat out. No one's flat out and come out and said, Jake, we're calling them the the Houston Roughnecks because it's a an oil town, but that is, you know, kind of assumed. And that's the easiest one of them all. The other ones may be a little bit more difficult to understand and explain. So we're going to try to explain them, talk about histories, possible reasonings, and just go back and forth after we play each team's intro video that we got to see during the big announcement. So we'll play those before we break down each and every single team during our hot read this week. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Hey, Rick Flair! Rick Flair! Pepper, flip, caliber. Motown, happy, jolly, drunk, buster, burger, tiger! I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. And we're going to start our breakdown into each team identity with the team that I've just been obsessed with ever since this was announced, guys, because I I don't know about you, Brian. Ever since they announced the Los Angeles team name, I've been prowling around the house, creeping and walking like a wildcat, jumping out at the fiance, scaring her. And then she screams and I go, wildcat. That's, That's my new thing. It's my new thing. Are, Alan, are you uh, are you walking around all fours uh, in your in your home now, up the stairs and down the stairs, around the corners and things like that, just making sure you don't get hurt? Is that what, yeah. is that what's happening? Because I've been doing the same thing, man. Yeah, I'm That's growling. how great this logo is. <laughs> the Wildcats. I, I I did speak with with Heather Carrots on this, and and it's try not to take it so literal, everyone. You know, the LA the way the logo came out, it was not so. Um, distinct and direct la is la that is why the la's logo is the only one that really only has la in it or the t- the city i should say so i love this it's very la uh and don't take wildcats so literal because uh there's other wild type of things yeah. happening in la <laughs> you can say they were all wildcats i mean basically that was the unofficial nickname for me and my crew whenever we were hanging out on the sunset strip back when i was in high school jake We'd be. I, I, I need somebody to verify that. Me, 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 and all my friends would be raising hell on a Friday night, going to the whiskey, and they'd be like, "Oh, there goes that Wildcat crew." 
Is that what it was like uh, on Friday nights after the game, and, and you hit the portal cafe, and then, then you know you cruise over to the, you know, the Viper Room. But no, we'd all be standing outside of the Steve's Burger Joint. You know, they'd be like, "Oh, there's the Wildcats again." Uh, that's what happened. Oh, uh, actually, <laughs> L.A. might have to rename the Viper Room to the Wildcat Room. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be like a wildcat den? Yes, exactly. Well, let's 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 kind of get the feel for what the vibes that they're sending for the Los Angeles teams, and and maybe dive into a way maybe why we don't take it so literally. Uh, yeah, I wasn't part of a crew called the Wildcats, but I see what Heather carries where she's coming from. But let's see the official video now, guys. Play it back here for everybody, and then we'll break it down some more. In the land of bright lights. Far from the flash and fame, they've already begun to prowl, enter their den, and be dominated, run away, and be ripped apart. This is prime time meets primal instinct. This is showtime with a snarl. This is our time to roar. The LA Wildcats. Unleashed, February 2020. I didn't realize they showed that graphic video of that. That Wildcat was getting down on a carcass there, Vince. <laughs> it's going to be a vicious yeah. football team, Winston Moss's team. Yeah, yeah. Talk about a, a team name that fits the persona uh, of their coach. Uh, this is what it's all about. Wildcat. Yeah, uh, this this was maybe my favorite team name. You know, it was the most mainstream. Uh, I, I really like where they went here. L.A. Wildcats. It just sounds good. Um, uh, big fan of this. I'm I'm interested in uh, in the marketing behind it, Bryant. You spoke with Heather Carrots, the Wildcats. Not to take it so literally, so I I think less. Less emphasis on the cat and more on the wild is what you're thinking, huh? How how can you take that literally whenever there's a wild cat and it's roaring on the video? I mean, Jake, sit down. Um, Calm down, Jake. (laughs) Don't take things so literal, man. What's going on here? Look, it's the wild. What's a wild cat? What? Is there a problem with like, or is there outlash against this name? I don't. No, I mean, I don't, I don't get, what, what do you mean taking it literally? Okay, I mean, so we did. T- we, so basically, what it is, don't take it. It doesn't only mean just straight, you know, uh, a mountain lion or uh, or any type of cat that's wild. That's not what the literal sense. L.A. Wildcats, Alan. We can go through the history here if you want. Basically, it's 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 just it, it's a type of you know the descriptive word of a, of an activity or a person or a group of people. Yeah, wild like cat. a wildcat. It'd be such a wildcat in the union. Yes, great movie. Yeah, and I mean it's a common sports uh, team nickname. Goldie Hawn coached the Wildcats. Yeah, in the classic football high school football movie, um, it's a very common co- collegiate nickname. But it yeah. fits Los Angeles because uh, I I'd say you emphasize the name Wild, but also the history behind this. Doing a little bit of a research here, and you'd find out that the Los Angeles Wildcats were actually a football team. Uh, and it was all the way back. It looks like I said, was it Brian in the nineteen twenties? That's insane. The, the and the L.A. Wildcats were a part 
of the American Football League in the 20s. I guess this was the 1926 season. Was their only season a 6-6-2 record, according to the Wikipedia, doing some research there, too. And uh, <laughs> the L.A. Wildcats were a football team, some would argue the first professional football team ever in, in Los Angeles, and now they're making a return in the XFL. You, you could spin it that way, Jake. I don't know if you're buying that, but... That, that is a fact. There was an L.A. Wildcats football team once upon a time. Yeah, I, I, that's a big coincidence, even though people don't think you could quantify a coincidence. But yeah, I really don't think anybody was going back to uh, sports data from the 1920s whenever they were thinking. So you don't think they were in the they were pitching this in the meetings and someone's like, what about the old 1926 L.A. Wildcats? Oh, and you then, remember them? Yeah. <laughs> someone said, I've never heard of them. <laughs> And then in the in the meeting, what are young said, people like <laughs> the nineteen twenties? <laughs> I don't know if that's it, but if it is, it either way, that's a cool coincidence, Brian, and that's something that you I think you could promote. It's the LA's oldest football team name. If it is a coincidence, you know, don't tell anyone it is, because then then you could just say it's it just harkens back to the roots of Los Angeles. Uh, again, the heart of, of what the LA Wildcats is is the LA itself. It, it just it screams Los Angeles, and they did it right. The Chargers tried to do this not too long ago uh, when they first moved to LA and failed miserably because they looked too much <laughs> like the the LA Dodger uh, LA logo. So the Wildcats did a great job. The colors are awesome. Coach Moss was hyped. Uh, he's still hyped. He he's, he's he loves the Wildcats. He wanted an animal, something fierce, something uh, like like a predator is what he was saying. Uh, so I'm happy. Uh, that uh, that the Wildcats are going to be representing Los Angeles. Now, now, when Vince McMahon was was you know settling on this idea for the team name, how, what do you think he was saying? I'll tell you what. This much right now, based on what I'm hearing and what I think, I don't even know if Vince McMahon knew the names of these teams. Whoa! Oh, he knew. No, no, no. I'm he definitely knew. He had the sign mm. off. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Why? What makes you say that? Well, That's yeah, kind of a big yeah. big statement there. The, the the man putting Look, up all, the, all little, the money for the league. Sarcastic here. Yeah. Look, I'm being a little sarcastic here, but basically what I'm trying to say is, is that the fact that the, the XFL was able to keep all eight of these names a secret, uh, Coach Moss, the, the video, Alan, I think we were going to play it. I don't know if we still are or not. Yeah. The video of Coach Moss celebrating is a legitimate video. He did not know the name. Yeah, going because into Vince McMahon coaches. came up came up with them. He made this video and he, he gave it to him. He said, these are the team names. What I'm trying to say is that the fact that none of this leaked out, the way the XFL handled this situation was masterful. Nobody knew what was happening. I guarantee you most of the people, uh, the, the inner circle for these logos was probably no bigger than like 10. I, I do. Why, why would Vince McMahon not be in the inner circle? <laughs> I'm being, oh he's, my God. He's being, he's Stop taking it so literal. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found the alternative uh, episode title there, Bryant. But the, yeah, Vince McMahon knew Vince, but he's really I'm just saying it to emphasize the fact that they kept this thing under wraps really well. How shocked are you that in 2019, not one of these team names was really leaked at all until the announcement, Vince? That's pretty big. Well, Jake did know that the Roughnecks was going to be a team name, so I, I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, well, so, you're, yeah. so you're saying if you spend 30 hours looking at a little square that was one inch by one inch, you could figure it, out what the team name Well, it just tells me, you know, it was it was a tight circle and there were no stooges involved. <laughs> it, that, Personally, I think, I think Coach Moss was just working Brian the whole time. <laughs> 
They definitely had a good. They def, there was definitely a really good loose lips sink ships meeting beforehand, and everybody uh, Alan, kept it under wraps. Alan, you'll appreciate this, Jake. Friends don't lie. They did. No, they don't. <laughs> friends don't lie. Friends keep secrets if you need them to, and hey, they kept these all eight of them pretty pretty well. And I, I have a feeling I know why the Wildcats are named the Wildcats because it just sounds so awesome when Coach Moss yells Wildcats, which LA uh, tweeted out at their official at XFL Wildcats Twitter account. That's good. Is that the official battle cry for the team, Bryant? You th- is it just going to be screaming Wildcats or is it Go Cats Go? Uh, Wildcat. I, I would say Go Cats Go probably. Uh, I hope they change the Wild Things song to, 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 to Wildcats. <laughs> Wildcats. Oh, yeah. This is LA. That's definitely happening. Oh, man. So. I, I would hope if they changed uh, Wasp's Wild Child to Wild Cats, I think that would fit in a little better in that region. And that would go really well with the Sunset Strip motif there. Yeah. Jake, you're right. Yeah, that we've been talking about. Um, all right, so to wrap up L.A. real quick, uh, ultimately, why you think the XFL chose this name? I'm going to go with uh, L.A.'s a wild town, man, full of wild cats and also... Uh, that 1926 team. I really do think someone thought of that. How about you, Vince? I think it just sounds good. L.A. Wildcats. Jake? I think it's just a cool universal name that could have worked in any one of these cities, and L.A. lucked out. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. right. I mean, Wildcats is a great name, but it works best in L.A. How about you, Bryant? Oh, I loved it. And don't forget, we could also play on the... I forget what the user was on YouTube that said it would be the L.A. Wild Carrots. Yes, yes. Named after the team president. That's also another explanation, possibly. Um, Does it make sense? I think we all agree it totally does. And uh, a last thing real quick. Uh, Let's guess the battle cry. I'm saying Go Cats Go because uh, that's fun to say. And also fans chant that at Kings games, don't they, Bryant? So that kind of ties in, too. Yes, the Kings go, go Kings go. The Dodgers are let's go Dodgers. So let's go Wildcats doesn't really have the same feel to it. So I'm going to say go Cats go. Rawr. Or just everybody meow at the same time, right, Vince? Yeah, just wow. <laughs> <laughs> Mark that. That's yes, going to be great. Save that as a drop. During the season. <laughs> Sharp teeth and claws. Don't forget that. Yes. Yes. Los Angeles Wildcats. Sharp teeth and claws. I love cat teams. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, let's go to the New York Guardians now, who Jake thought would be gargoyles. Close. Gargoyles are a type of guardian, I guess. They sit on a perch, and they uh, guard the me- the metropolis. But uh, don't let me give you uh, my words. I think the XFL put it pr- pretty eloquently uh, when it came to the New York Guardians. Let's watch that video now, guys. Centuries carved of stone. Watchdogs over the metropolis. A prehistoric predator. A beast evolves, turned loose in a new kind of jungle. All teeth and talons, eyes unblinking. 
They know fear because they feed off it. They're your first line of defense, and there is no need for a second. The New York Guardians, on duty, February 2020. Now, on duty, that's a good tagline. On duty? I mean, that's cool for a t-shirt, but it's not like something to chant. Oh no! They're not. I didn't say they're on duty. On duty. No, but the the video was awesome. I have a question though. Do you guys think they're using footage from the old XFL whenever they show like players in black and white? Did you notice that at all? I was looking at those helmets to see if Antonio Brown could use any of those. (laughs) Was that old? uh, Was that old XFL footage, or or do you think like stock? They found that. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I think maybe they, they, maybe they had like a talk with Roger Goodell or something. But hey, do you have any old like football videos we can use? <laughs> I I mean I'm just wondering. A lot of that you know that imagery, those gargoyles, those stone creatures, looks like something you'd see on you know like an apartment building outside their uh, Dana Barrett's room or something like that. They they really, at least for me, they really swerved me on this one. It's swerved so much gargoyle image imagery than they call themselves the gargoyles. The logo kind of looks like a. It looks, looks like a cat to me. Yeah, uh, gargoyles can look like cats. Uh, gargoyles just look like gargoyles. No, they, they can look like all kinds of beasts. Now, if I remember this logo correctly, it, it was only the little, like, the it's eyebrow like the or whatever that is, right? Yeah, just the ear uh, of the of the of the whatever this is, the Guardian, Which, I guess. I is. mean, just, you know, quickly to point this out, that, that ear logo, now that you see the whole thing, they're, you know kind of cool they're using that negative space to kind of make a g on yeah the guardian cells. yeah it's pretty cool yeah uh, all they, these they snuck the red in there too yeah a lot of these logos have uh i guess subliminal uh references to other things in the city or the t- or the city name or a letter for the city right you can see that in a lot of these logos that's what makes them great the logos are, are i'm gonna say amazing especially uh the 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 st louis the LA and the New York logos to me are, they really stand out. I mean, they, these are really well done. Uh, I just noticed that, Jake, you pointing that out, and that's what's really fun how, uh, looking at all these. I'm looking for those kind of, kind of, uh, little, little references here and there inside of these logos. That's what tells the story of the team. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go kind of off the rails here and guess why my personally Guardians fits in with New York. Um, there, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Guardian Angels organization, but I, I referenced it on the YouTube post show, Bryant. So this is uh, kind of like a civilian patrol that started in the 70s. And these guys like dressed up in like all red and and berets and they would ride the subways yeah. and they would, you know, like kind of look for people doing devious things. Uh, back when New York City was pretty dangerous to ride the subways. Um, so... They're the guardian angels, and I mean that's kind of tied into the city's history a little bit. They're New York City based, so that made sense to me. But I mean, you could also just as easily Jake say, "Well, the Guardians of the Galaxy are really popular. Let's use that name too." I don't know what the exact reasoning was, but I'm digging Guardians. I think it makes sense for the city. Yeah, and you know everybody's pointing out the connections to uh, you know to WWE Vince McMahon's primary. Uh, source of income. I didn't hear anybody talk about the guardian angel and this man, uh, you know, <laughs> R- R- Ray trailer, you know, Vince, I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, you know, that angle. Yeah. And that, what, 
what Alan just described, you know, the red jacket and the red beret, that's exactly what he wore. Uh, I'm pretty sure that didn't factor into naming this team, but it's just something to put out there. But, but it does bring up a, a, a question I want to ask you guys. What do you think Vince McMahon was saying whenever he pitched this name uh, to the uh, committee? I don't think he knew the name of all the of all the teams going into this. Oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> why would you say that? <laughs> Am I having deja vu? Are we still in L.A.? <laughs> also, I, th- I have a feeling people were pinching, uh, pitching to Mr. McMahon uh, a little bit there, Vince. I don't think he was lining people up in a room saying, what do you think? Well, what, what do you think his response was whenever somebody pitched him this name? Show me a logo. And then he got this logo, and it looks pretty good. And, and I a like- G in the ear, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy. That uh, it's it's got these Gotham vibes for New York. I've, I always love whenever we talk about New York City in this kind of Gotham, dark, uh, but uh, you know, j- humongous metropolis type of vibe. Uh, I like it. It's all tied in really well that way. It feels very comic booky, but not gimmicky, uh, Vince. But you said Guardians was one of the gimmicky names to you. Yeah, I think it is a gimmick. Uh, it's just because. Uh, you know, I you hear the name Guardian? Or, or what the hell is it? You know, uh, so that's Vince. It could be a parent. That's a problem. It could be a dog. Yeah, you need it to tell a... people what it is. Um, you want it to be the New York Legal Guardians? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, that could have worked. Um, I, I don't know. It, it uh, like I said, great. Great logo. That's gonna look great I'm, on I'm, a helmet, Alan. You I'm pointed sure, that yeah, out. Yeah, the Vince. helmet. I'm sure the uniforms and the helmets are gonna look great. Uh, just not feeling the name, but uh, loved everything else. You think Coach Gilbride will be wearing a red beret on the shot <laughs> <laughs> with a headset over? That would be, Alan. You're good friends with the man. I would bring him one if you can. See what happens. That would be epic. <laughs> oh my goodness! We need to get Kevin Gilbride wearing a beret. A headset over a beret would be amazing. Um, man, I don't know. I'm not exactly why the Guardians ex- was for sure picked as with most of the cities, but I have a feeling it has to do with that history of, you know, gar- Guardians of, uh, you know, the Guardian Angels and, and that kind of connotation. I'm not, you know, who knows? You guys have any reasoning why it is Guardians, Jake? Do you, do you have a guess? I mean, like, like I like I said, I mean, I was guess I was kind of joking at the at the head of the show, but you know, that's it's very popular video game out. You know, uh, that's kind of what the good guys are referred to in the game, the Guardian. You know, they're protecting the Earth, so maybe they're protecting New York City and or, and the Meadowlands. Guardians and uh, Defenders are very similar, though. So if you had to choose one, where, where, where do yeah, you rank? Are, where do you rank the team I names? Want, I would want a Defender over a Guardian. So you're leaning DC. Like if, if one of them had to protect me, I would rather. I think a defender could kick more ass than a goal. Bryant, where do you rank uh, the Guardians? I, I, I'm the, not ranking. What? You're not ranking. We're not ranking. That, that, no, we're not ranking on here. That's for Patreon. Get out of here. What are you uh, talking about? Okay. All right. That sounds good to me. Uh, so, uh, battle cry. Anybody got a guess for the Guardians battle cry? G U A R D I A N S Guardians. I don't know about that, but. No. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't know about that. That one. That's not. That's too long. But I, I have. A, I think Vince. Maybe they'll just call him the Girds. 
I was gonna say, yeah, guards or girds, yeah, that, that's that's what they'll be. Although gird gird is terrible, nobody wants that. Trust me. Let's could move these on. Be the new, could these be the new G man? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. you're Ooh, right. In the video, I'm, I'm, if this was 2001 XFL, I have a feeling that video would have said New York has some new G-Men ready to watch over the yeah. city. Do you think their mascot will be a fence player and he's just going to be like, on guard? <laughs> a fencer? It's a, gar- yeah. it's a gargoyle. I feel yeah, pretty yeah, confident saying. Oh, so not even going to move. Stone creature. At night, it will Set move. you around. As soon as that sun goes down, <laughs> with big, watch a out. Very, a very wide wingspan on it. Too. Jake, I need you to keep track. I, I have a feeling the Guardians are only going to be good at night. If they play day games, they're screwed. Well, I, we'll have to see what happens whenever the schedule comes out. I'm uh, Actually, Brian, you gave me an idea. You gave me an idea there, Bryant. Um, I think that's a good battle cry. Thrust, parry, thrust, parry. No, probably not. All right, let's go on to the DC Defenders, which we said similar kind of name to the Guardians, but they're guarding New York City. What is DC guard or defending? The Constitution, America. the nation, uh, who knows? But there's a lot to look at in this awesome, awesome shield logo. And I'm, uh, man, I'm just going to have to buy merch for all the teams. Even though I'm an LA fan, Brian, I think I'm in a cave. The merch, could, what, as of the show releasing, the, there's merch out on XFL.com, right? I definitely need to pick yep. up a DC Defenders th- a gimmick. Hat, shirt, I don't know. Anything with, this is one of my favorite logos. Oh, it's, 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 it's going to look great. That crest is going to look great on a jersey, on a helmet, on t-shirts, on hats. Um, it's it look. I would say this one is probably the most MLS out of all of them. I was I was just gonna say that whenever I go. But they did incorporate the D and the C in those lightning bolts, which is really cool. I don't know if you guys can see that or not. Uh, the defenders DC. I love that they didn't go with Washington and they stayed with DC as well. Uh, I, this one was well put together. The name is eh, but the way it's put together makes it a way way better. Way it's a, a very good logo. Like I said, it, it's definitely in my top half of logos, but it does look like. Which that's it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying it does. And right, right, I was right there, right, uh, Bryant. Uh, you could buy a DC Defenders uh, p- piece of merch, a hat or something online. They, they're selling them already, huh? As of if, if you're on the Patreon, no. If they are, if you're listening to the regular stream, yes. Uh, Saturday, uh, Jul- sorry, uh, woo, August 24th, uh, the merch goes on sale. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to get me one. All right, let's uh, go to the video here and see the official DC Defenders uh, presentation. On the shoulders of giants, they stand tall, unconquerable, unyielding, marching ever forward, a force united. One quest, one purpose, one resolve. Seeking glory through grit, victory through valor. The DC Defenders, taking their stand, February 2020. I feel like such a bozo. I I did not realize that you could see a DC in those lightning bolts. That is awesome! 
Oh my god! I just told you that. I know that, I'm but listening. I, I did. I was listening, but I, I wanted to see it for myself. We just played the video back. I was looking at these logos so closely for stuff like that. Man, I'm terrible at those like visual tests. I, I'm gonna chalk it up. Well, LA's no gimmicks. They go straight up and just tell you, "Hey, look, here's an L and an A. Like it." Oh, you didn't. Uh, but it is pretty no, cool. You, you didn't notice that it has a wildcat eye inside the LA and a fang and a nail. No, I'm, I'm kidding. There might be. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's terrible at this. The, DC the video is, package was pretty good. This yeah. one of it might have been one of my favorite video packages. Uh, the way it was presented, like I said, the Defender's name on its own is a little eh, but when you put it all together, the alliteration, the logo, the the colors, the even the font that they used, uh, it looks pretty good. And awesome use of the stars and lightning bolts, which tie in with you know military defense, yeah. land, yep. sea, air with the lightning bolt and. I mean that's it's it's really well done. Uh, also, gotta love the alliteration. DC Defenders. Moro Ronaldo would be proud of that, Vince. Yeah. Do you think that that's what uh, Vince McMahon really liked whenever this idea was pitched to him? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, I, what do you think he was saying? I got, I gotta believe he loved the logo because and obviously when you talk about you know. Uh, the military and defense of the country and the capital of the United States. It all just makes sense. And it's a great reason why. We can why. have one team, the defenders, and one team, the offenders, right? That would have been a gimmick. <laughs> the offenders. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. No <laughs> kids' moms would let them root for the that'll, offenders. That'll be the ninth team. <laughs> team nine, the offenders. So do you think instead of, like, defense, they're just going to go, like, team name, team name. <laughs> defense, defense. <laughs> team, team name. Um, I mean, we don't know if these clubs are going to have mascots, but if the defenders have one, do you think it's going to be a president? I think it should be Dennis Rodman if we're talking about great defenders. Washington. <laughs> yeah. well, the Washington <laughs> Nationals, they have, they got the president. I don't they know. Got, they got Teddy Roosevelt, right? They, yeah, they've got like uh, four presidents. Defender. What if it was like? What if they just DC? They they picked a president, but it was something a, very obscure, like you know, Taft, Harfield. <laughs> no, I think there would be a Minutemen. How about that? A it, bunch of Minutemen. Yeah, it's similar to the to New England. I yeah. say it should be like Tom Cruise in Top Gun, like Maverick. Wasn't well, that, isn't that reserved for the for the Battle Hawks? Yeah. Um, oh, beginning to. Oh yeah, you're right. Possibly, um, man. Mascots are a whole nother, whole nother question. We need to get through these. Let's go to the Tampa Bay Vipers now. Uh, who uh, the Viper is one of? Uh, all, did you know that five of Florida's venomous snakes are pit vipers, Vince? I, I learned that doing uh, some national. I didn't know that, research. but I knew there was a lot of poison down there. Yes, poisonous snakes all over Florida. Um, I mean. Jake, it always makes sense whenever you have a team name after a predator that's indigenous to the region, right? That's just you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, that's that's just smart booking, really. And I'm I'm bummed though. I'm gonna say that it's not pirate themed. I was I wanted the name yeah. Vipers. I know a lot of people were throwing that name out, uh, speculating. I wanted that somewhere, but not Tampa. I wanted something pirate themed, but I'm okay with it because the V on a helmet's gonna be amazing. Yeah, do you think they were just trying to stay away from, you know, being associated with Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And, and that's really what, what did it in? No, I think just ultimately... Maybe they kind of find something as good as Buccaneers. 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, Vipers is a great name. Some team had to take yeah. it in this league, and I get, and it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think if you're you going to talk, yeah. Reached into their, do you think they just reached into their box of names, Bryant, and, and picked and assigned, assigned Vince, guys? What, what do you think? You think Vince was trying to think of names? He's like Randy. What do you think a name should be? Yeah, uh, yeah Tampa Bay Vipers. Named after WWE superstar Randy Orton. Uh, some people are saying. I don't know if that's my official explanation, but. I, I got to imagine if you're going to ask the question, Vince, about Vince McMahon, what he thought when this name was pinched to him. He said one of the eight teams definitely needs to have it for sure. Oh yeah, easily. It's one. Of, I think it's one of the best logos. It's it's maybe my favorite color it's, scheme. I really I love the fans and the V. That is that is pretty cool. It's very simple, and I know a lot of people, including some of us, thought that these were uh, supersonic colors. Yes, originally. I did. Uh, they're also are they Arizona hotshot colors as well? Harkening back no, to the hotshots were like a more of a yellow and and straight green. This is like a lime green. Man, I can't wait to and the like episodes where we're not talking about colors anymore because I'm just really I just sound really dumb. But the uh, video for the Tampa Bay B- Vipers was not. It was really cool. It actually was the most terrifying to me. I'm scared of snakes, so let's uh, let's watch the video, react to it some more and uh, introduce the world to the Tampa Bay Vipers in case you hadn't heard. There's something slithering down in Florida. In the shadows, they wait. Demons born in darkness. Hunters by instinct. Cold-blooded by nature. Their bite unavoidable. Their grip inescapable. They slither and stalk their competition, luring all who challenge them into the jaws of defeat. The Tampa Bay Vipers, ready to strike, February 2020. I know Vince's wife's least favorite team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she won't be watching them whenever they're on. Uh, Jake, I was going to ask you: uh, Did this bother you here? You know, you know they're showing all these videos of snakes. They show a uh, you know a rattler going there. They talk about constricting. Um, I don't think vipers do any of those things. Uh, <laughs> does, does well, that, uh, I'm serious. You know, does that does that bother you? Well. Uh, a little bit. Plus, you know, you show a lot of the imagery of the. I'm not sure if those were Crocs or Gators. I would think they'd be Gators. Gators are in Florida. Uh, yeah, Gators in Florida. Are, they're already in that state. But yeah, you, you show a rattle. Um, maybe that's you know maybe for all home games they're gonna like pass out a little you know almost like a maraca or something you know. The, for, the, so I was at a I was at a high school. Why aren't they game. the Tampa Bay Rattlers then? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was at a high. I didn't I didn't make the video, but you know. <laughs> Now, Brian, if you're saying Vince McMahon didn't uh, wasn't involved in this team name, I may believe you. Uh, after 
watching that video again. <laughs> Maybe there was a process of elimination because the vipers strike, and that's what they said at the very end. The vipers are ready to strike. Forget all these other creatures that everybody's really worried about. It's vipers that you have to worry about in well, Florida. Well, here, Tampa Bay, why didn't they say that? Let me tell you. Let me. They said all the all the wording in the Tampa Bay Vipers video, the introduction of Tampa Bay's team, is correct when it comes to a viper. The imagery, you can't get a good look at a viper, so they had to use other easy, more easily uh, photographed and videoed snakes and lizards because vipers are in pits in darkness. It's hard to get a glimpse of them. So I, I understand why we saw a rattler there. But vipers the, come out of nowhere. We all know this. They do. Out Let of the darkness. To, uh, let me try to shed some light on this situation. Uh, I, I'm on a, you know, I was trying to do some information, some digging on vipers now. Now, I, this site is called Live Science. I'm not sure how factual it is. <laughs> they say here, the family viper die includes adders, pit vipers, and then in parentheses, like rattlesnakes, cottonmouths, and oh. copperheads. So perhaps oh, right. there you just go. a more broader, mm. uh, a more broader term. Yes. Okay. Kind of like how Bengals are are wildcats, right? You know, kind of. Yeah. yeah but that yeah. that constricting part really bothered me. <laughs> Maybe, I, don't, I, don't, let, I really me, don't think they do that. Let me read deeper. <laughs> so far, do you think, uh, Brian? Real quick, Brian, you gonna where do you rank the Vipers? No ranking. Stop. What are you? What's wrong with you? I'm no. not ranking anything here. None of you are. Uh, that is going to be exclusively on Patreon. Bonus okay. episode for the month of August. Okay. Um, well, then I'll ask you, do you think the Vipers or the Defenders or any of the teams we talked about yet are going to have nicknames of the nicknames? Kind of like how they call, I don't know, the some people call the Giants the Gents or uh, some people. So these will be the Vipes? They call the Peng- Pittsburgh Penguins the Pens. Yeah, maybe the Vips, the Vipes. I like Vipes. It's pretty T- cool. I'm just Tampa. I feel like every team that's from Tampa Bay is just known as Tampa. You going to the, the Vipes Bucks. Saturday, bro? <laughs> Actually, I think they're. Been, they're I don't know if they say "bro" down in Tampa uh, Bay too I much. I, I think they do. I, 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 they say "bro" everywhere, but I think also they're going to be calling Raymond James the Pit. Comment kickoff twenty twenty. I hope they do. I mean, no, I never want to go to the pit. I hope the XFL like, championship game is not there. Oh, like players could jump into the pit when they score a touchdown. Yeah, look at that. Get in Get in the pit and try to love someone. Yes. And all the presto. We need to trademark that. Does anybody think, like, maybe if the Vipers are on defense and it's third and inches, instead of playing Hell's Bells, they'll just play, there's a snake in my boots. (laughs) I got an idea. Try to really psych them out. I got an idea for the fans sitting in the pit and for the team to uh, maybe make some money off some merchandising. Merchandising. Uh, How about some... uh, those those lo- those long like arm socks, but in the shape of a viper with a viper on it. Kind of, you know, people can make the viper with their arm. Jake, you know what I'm talking about? Like an arm sleeve, and you it's like a giant sock, and you make a viper with it. Good giveaway to you know anyone 14 and younger. I I want to get one too. These are cool. Just think about it. In 10 years from now, people are, are going to be like, "Hey guys, you want to go down to the pit with me this weekend?" That is really uh, like the XFL version of the of the black hole. I think Vince, that's what that's going to be. That end zone down there in Raymond James Stadium, the Tampa Bay Vipers. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not quite sure about that. I think you know, if anything, that maybe the next team we're going to talk about is going to have the version of the black hole. <laughs> you mean the abyss? 
Let's go yeah. up to the to the northwest where there are a lot of myths myths about sea creatures in the Pacific Northwest. From you know Oregon up up through Washington into Canada, there are Puget, most of them true. There are Puget Sound monsters. There are Lake Washington monsters. I mean, America's Loch Ness is definitely somewhere up there. I think. And that's why the NHL team that's coming to Seattle wanted to name their team the Kraken so bad. But it makes sense for Seattle to be called the Dragons. And I think this is like some of the best writing I've ever I've ever seen uh, for this video that came out for the Seattle team when they were introduced. Let's go to it. Rising from the turbulent sea. Beneath the darkening skies of their weather-hardened home. Relentless, ruthless, ravenous. Not of mythology, but of muscle and might. Not of folklore, but of football. This is your darkest fantasy. Cleats. The Seattle Dragons, breathing fire, February 2020. Hmm. Meh. Muscle and might. Not a folklore, but a football, Brian. This is the coolest of the videos. I know it's going to be the LA rival for sure, Brian, but I got to give it up. Seattle Dragons. It fits like a, oh, just like an awesome glove that keeps you warm and toasty in, in the winter uh, so your hands don't get frostbite like Antonio Brown's foot. I love the Seattle Dragons logo, team name, everything about it. Well done. Perfectly done, if you ask me, Vince. Yeah, I, and, I really like it. And that's coming uh, from a guy that wanted Sasquatches. I dig the Dragons. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, I, was, I thought it was going to be something, you know, forest-themed. But uh, I, I'm digging it. I, I so like dragons it a lot. don't live in the forest. Uh, traditionally, they sometimes bur- they do. But these are sea down. dragons. Yes, C- certain types. Do you guys notice that the dragon kind of makes an S in the logo as well? Yes, I did notice that one. That's a good one, but not a complete he's only S. Colorblind. Brian, he's only colorblind, not really blind. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, see how the logo kind of Alan, like a dragon? did you see the dragon? <laughs> uh, I, I'm not here. I'm not ranking because I'm not doing that on this show. But the dragons to me were a little on the, little, on the south side. A little out there for you? A little, little too cartoonish. Now, how could you say that? I mean, oh, Defenders. I know. I, even quite I know why he's guardians. not cartoonish. Not gimmicky. Guys. Cartoonish. Guys. Bryant told me, he didn't say this yet, but he told me Coach Moss was making fun of the Seattle Dragons totally at the luncheon oh, and was telling Bryant he needs to go on the show and bash the Seattle Dragons, L.A.'s rival. I guess off the record means nothing to you and I, huh? <laughs> uh, it was a pretty cool video, don't get me wrong, and I think if it was Sea Dragons, I probably would have been on board more so. That's Again, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to match the Seahawks. I really do wish that this Sea Dragon actually made a, a a complete S instead of half an S, so that way I could say it's full of S, but it's not. So um, well, it's all right. Vince, what do you think? I guess what I got to ask here. You know, what do you think McMahon was thinking 
Well, I, I, I think. Hey, Ricky, what should we name a team? Ricky. <laughs> the dragon. Well, uh, I love it. I think we should uh, we should draw the logo. So we'll, we'll start at the top and then making a, a counterclockwise circle. <laughs> Bring that down, <laughs> and then in a horizontal then, then on line, heading to the right. Oh man! And then on game day, we don't get a two foot, we don't get a three foot, we get a ten <laughs> foot dragon. I, I mean, remember in the NFL Europe, there was a dragon team, the Barcelona Dragons, but that had more of a, I don't know, kind of like a folklorian uh, design to it. They're much more European, I guess, than what we're seeing here. This is an uh, this is an American dragon, if you will. <laughs> and, and How much did that factor in? That it looks American, I think I a mean, lot. It's it an looks, American dragon in Seattle. It looks very what, American. Though, this dragon. Dragons are international more so than anything else. A dragon is the international mo- uh, mascot of this world, and this is going to be your international team. <laughs> what does that mean? People in Hong Kong or or, or in in Egypt. Cairo are going to be cheering on the dragons because everybody knows what a dragon is. So it, you it, think it, if, it, if we're it sands, uh, <laughs> what does that mean? So if Earth was in like some intergalactic football league, ours we would be the Earth Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dragons. It's the one thing everybody can. You just said the. What did you say? The Frankfurt? No, the Barcelona Dragons. Barcelona, yeah. Barcelona doesn't speak English. And they call themselves the dragons because it's that. Well, there's uh, a lot of history of dragons over there. I mean, especially going back to King Arthur. <laughs> and you know how you spell dragons in Spanish? Dragon. Same, same way. Same way. Yeah. Same exact yeah. way. Yeah, it's telling you. Um, the Seattle Ultimo Dragons. <laughs> this is this. This is really, I think, going to end up being my favorite of them all. Right now, the pregame may be the best. Yes. Yeah. And everyone, I, I mean, I don't know. Do we tweet that out, Brian? Does everyone know that I have an XFL Seattle t-shirt already? I don't know if we did tweet that out, but if everyone's listening, they should know. Yeah, I think that was just private. It, no, well, I just I, couldn't do it with you wearing that hat. I'm sorry. I really couldn't do it. I have to do it now, but. Oh, I was wearing, a, yeah, I was wearing a flamingo hat, which is, a, I think, is a distant cousin of the dragon, isn't it, Jake? <laughs> Uh, perhaps very distant. The L.A. Flamingos, unfortunately, did not come to fruition. Uh, I can't wait for some Wildcats versus Dragons. It's going to be, oh man, that's going to be a rumble. Um, this is really, I think, just perfectly fitting. I was just going to say, is this the team name that's, you know, people want to make fun of the most? People that no. are going to make fun of the no, league not, because no, they want to no. make fun of the league. If not, this league no. doesn't succeed, it's because Seattle's Dragon. Get what? Get out of town. That First off, that's not true, Jake, because most, at least from what I've seen on social media, most people are talking about St. Louis's team name, the Battlehawks. Um, but we'll get into them. Let's go. Uh, now we've got uh, Texas. Let's go down to Texas next. And, and let's go to Houston, which I'm fairly certain Jake's going to end up being a Houston fan because he'd rather cheer for a Houston team over Dallas. And I know, Jake... You are digging this Houston logo, the Houston team name, everything that goes into it. And I think it's the easiest one to figure out why they named the team name the Houston Roughnecks. It's the easiest one to understand the logo. It's really well done and makes a whole lot of sense. Let's go to the introduction for the Houston Roughnecks. Resolute. Rippling with heat. 
railing against fatigue. Unceasing and often unseen, they labor deep in the trenches. Mercenaries in the muck. Brawlers in blackened dirt. Not just for three hours. Not just when the lights are bright. These are the scratching, grinding, never-bending few. The Houston Roughnecks going to work for you. February 2020. Has anybody ever been to Houston? Yes, yeah. I have. Uh, is this? I, I just picture that no matter where you go, there's something that's like being like metal being melted, oil spilling in the air. Uh, yeah, that's true. Dirt yeah. being gra- like just uh, taken I, from the earth. I was driving. Uh, I was driving to the coast, Gulf Coast, uh, from the Houston airport, and there were like big balls of fire in the <laughs> air on the side of the road. I'm serious. There's a lot of <laughs> going on down there. And uh, I, 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 I love this team, Dave. I love the video. Uh, I know, Jake, you were digging this as well. I am. I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to be going to work for me or not. But, uh, I mean, Vince, you, 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 Vince, you have to admit, at times, that almost looked like a Valvenus Titan drawn there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> But yeah, you know, it, it harkens back to the Oilers days and to the to the Texan days right now with that darker blue. Uh, it's you know, they, they definitely nailed this one. Pit watchers, <laughs> boiler men, routabouts, tool pushers, oil rig workers finally getting represented again with a team name, the Roughnecks. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the drillers would have been cool too. They went with the Roughnecks, the logo obviously is very similar to the old Oilers logo. I believe there's even a team called uh, the Tulsa Roughnecks that has a similar logo that plays in the USL, the uh, United so- a minor league soccer uh, league. Um, but Houston Roughnecks, so much more fitting. And also, the H is right there in the oil oh, rig Oh, you itself. see the H? I was going to say, did I you notice the H yes. in the middle of the logo? I caught okay, that one. That, that black H right in the middle? It's red. I know that it's red, and I only could see it because it is outlined in white. But I love how the – I mean, do you think like the old – do you think like the old owners of the Oilers maybe are seeing this logo and saying, dang it, I should have put the H in our old logo because this is awesome. This is better yeah, than the, the team here. Star at the, the Texas star at the very top is, is unbelievable as well. It's a great logo. Probably one of my uh, top eight logos for sure. Uh, the Houston <laughs> Roughnecks, <laughs> um, though. Alan, what was my reaction when I heard that the Roughnecks were actually happening? You remember that? We were talking uh, during this whole thing. Were you I like, used Vince language when I was explaining that the Houston the, the Houston were getting the Roughnecks. It was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. You were like, I, I, I asked many people. <laughs> I, as many people, wanted the Roughnecks, didn't think it was going to happen, and it did. Uh, very different than what we've been seeing in, in a lot of concepts and things like that. But again, if anybody expected anything different out of Houston, I don't know what you were thinking. Because this is the logo you were going to get in some way, shape, or form. And this way, the way they incorporate everything is great. I don't care if it looks like the Oilers or it looks like this. It's Houston is what it is. Similar to the way L.A. is L.A., that's very Houston. So let's roll with it. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. you, were, you weren't going to get the, the Houston house cats or anything like that for sure. Hardest uh, 
I team name and logo combination to argue against, I think. I mean, this is the most fitting and the I think it was the easiest one to come up with, Vince. It had to be. This is just perfect. Oh, yeah. I've always said, you know, the Houston Texans really dropped the ball whenever they came into existence by not getting back the Oilers' name. Uh, and it's great to see the XFL capitalizing on this. I'm sure Vince McMahon really had a hand in this one. What do you think? Um, I, I just think everybody probably just said at collectively at any meetings, roughnecks all at once because this was just a, a very easy one. Or they yelled drillers. Uh, I don't know. Or they probably said, can we use Oilers? No. All right, let's go drop drillers or roughnecks. Um, also to note, uh, no, we're not getting any uh, retreads of team names here uh, from old football teams like we talked about maybe getting the, the Bandits from Tampa Bay or, or the you know Oilers or the something stallions. like that. Stallions. Um, I guess you could say Wildcats, but that's kind of a universally used team nickname. But really, these are all pretty original team names when it comes to the cities and the sport of football and professional football at that, Brian. Well, I guess people have to remember that even those names were first-timers at some point. You know, the Oilers were the first time at some point, the Stallions, the Bandits, all that has history. The XFL is trying to make their own. I think we, when we were going back to the days when we didn't have much to talk about, when we were talking about uh, where the cities should be, we all picked little cities here and there that, that we thought deserved a team that were hungry for football. Nothing against Columbus, Ohio, because I believe we did pick them. But the XFL made decisions that were going to benefit them and make them stand out from anything else that's that's happened, right? And so the XFL stayed big city football. They're going with new team names. They just keep trending in this direction of we're going to do what we want to do, how we want to do it, and what we think is going to be best for a new league, not what anybody else is. Why Vince McMahon didn't want to collaborate with the AAF as well. They're going to do this on their own. They're not trying to be like anyone else. Yeah, or be like the the XFL of tw- two thousand one. Yeah, the original XFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is all new, all new, all new merch to buy too, which is uh, I guess on sale now if you're listening to the podcast after Saturday. Uh, I I'm actually can't wait because we're recording this before it's on sale. I'm definitely going to pick some stuff up. I don't know about a Houston Roughnecks. Eh, I'm going to have to get it, even though I'll be rooting against them, Vince. That's what's tough about this a league starting up. At first, I'm going to like all the teams, but I know eventually I'm going to have a deep hatred for some of these teams whenever they hurt my uh, my team. Uh, yeah, that, that's how it always is. <laughs> that's why you love football. All right, let's go to Dallas, the other team in Texas. Bob Stoops' team. They are not the Bo- the Dallas Stoopses. They are named after, well, the people that made Texas what it is. The Newton Gang, Bonnie and Clyde, Sam Bass. They are the Dallas Renegades. Deep in the heart of Texas beats a different kind of pulse. A spirit untamed. A swagger that can't be denied. Where big meets bold meets badass. This is outlaw country inside the lines. This is hell on wheels between hash marks. This is their home on the range. The Dallas Renegades, raising hell, February 2020. Hooves and 
motorbikes and tattoos and a lot uh, going on there. Spectrum <laughs> reached. Yes, the biggest spectrum reached by any of one of these videos was the Dallas Renegades oh. for sure. When they show that steer that was getting ready to come through that shirt shoot towards the beginning, it just got just goosebumps. That's mine. Is that what you said, Vince? Vince, is that what you said? That's my team. Is that what you, is that what you said right there? <laughs> Especially when they said hell on, hell on wheels between hash marks. <laughs> I mean, if there, if there was ever a team that wanted, you know, that made you drive faster and listen to Judas Priest, I think the Renegades, you know, are that team. I'm wondering, it, I mean, it almost seems like they have to have motorcycles inside the stadium just, you know, j- just revving them up. You know, after a touchdown or right before kick. You think it's going to be like hog wild and they're just going to have bikers along the sidelines? Uh, Yeah, some bikes at (laughs) least, I would hope. We've officially broken the record. We've broken the record for the amount of uh, 80s heavy metal references by Jake on this show. So I want to give it up to Jake. I knew it would be the logo episode, Jake. I'm hyped for that. Um, But this... I mean, bold meets badass. Like, they're going right out there. This Dallas team is going to yeah. be uh, an in-your-face type squad, and they have the the most hyped-up head coach. Um, I wouldn't call him... I wouldn't call him the most brass head coach. I think Winston Moss is going to have something to say whenever he goes and takes on the Dallas Renegades, but the persona that they're building up for this team is pretty intimidating, Brian. Oh, it is, but but it, <laughs> once you stand next to Winston Moss, nothing intimidates you anymore. That man will he'll defend, he'll protect, he'll do whatever. He, he's the wildcat of the league, trust me. Uh, Dallas Renegades, great logo, great video, great team name, uh, really good. Alan, uh, I'll be honest with you, if I wasn't an L.A. A wildcat fan, I would have probably been a Dallas Renegades fan. That's how cool and awesome this thing really did. Yeah, if there are impressionable youngsters out there who are choosing teams just solely based on the vibe that the team is creating with the identity there, I'm pretty safe to say that Renegades is it's it's really cool. I'll I'll say that. Well, um, I'm hoping it, the mascots. It's the, bad bo- it's the bad boys of the league. You're saying it, it's the, it's the bad boy team. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, angry. That's why know. I picked them. Angry young males, you know, they're drawn to, you know, things that society frowns upon or their parents. They don't want them to get tattoos or, or drive motorcycles or, you know, ride bulls. Yeah, my dad wanted me to be my dad wanted me to be a Battlehawks fan, but I like the Renegades. This is outlaw country inside the lines. I mean, come on, the Dallas Renegades raising hell. 2020 yeah. like this is ridiculous yeah. I, love it. I mean, I, i'll tell you this and you guys will probably back me up on this i think vince mcmahon personally wrote th- this whole uh, <laughs> uh this this whole video it is great yeah, I mean, it is great copy. I, I, think, I think the renegades parking lot is probably where yeah, they're gonna have the most the most fist fights you know, <laughs> out of all the stadiums it's gonna be really fun though because they are building that whole area up there at globe life uh, to be really cool and really fun, they probably will have some rowdy tailgates for the but, Dallas Renegades. I'm going to go out right now and say it officially on this show this week. Uh, let it be known that if I ever have a daughter, she will never be dating any Dallas Renegades fans or players or coaches or anything. This bad boy team. Uh, no, I'm digging it. I'm hoping the mascots are a real-life human man dressed up like that bandit. Kind of, or no. kind of like how the D- Tampa Bay Bandits had a guy riding a horse with the, you know, handkerchief or over his face. Te- te- I well, I could see it being like the Texas Tech Red Raiders, but then I also could see 
Oklahoma State cowboy and just like a man, but with like a really big head. I think a good way to get the, to hype the crowd is, you know, maybe right before the game, you have a, I, I don't know, you have some type of object. Uh, so say, say you're playing the Defenders that, that week. You have a Defenders logo out there and you take a branding iron. <laughs> brand, brand the Renegades logo right on top of it. Hell yeah. <laughs> you guys are really making me dislike the Renegades. They're, they're, they're just so brash down there. In, in big I'm team. not going to any visiting uh, games they're, down in Dallas. I, I knew you guys be would be. A, I knew you guys would be afraid of us. Landing <laughs> <laughs> a wildcat. So is this officially becoming that podcast? Oh, those guys. Half of them are Dallas fans. Half of them are LA fans. <laughs> you, got, you got the Seattle Dragons putting their logo into coffee while the Renegades are start, are branding themselves with, yeah, with yeah, the red. You know, there's a there's a live wildcat at the game, but the the Renegades just chasing them around, branding them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the Renegade will will he have will he have firearms or holsters? Oh hell yes. Yeah, not even. Yeah, no question. Six, six shooters, you say? Yeah, and then I'll shoot them up in the air whenever they score. <laughs> Pew, Brian, Pew. we don't have that. We We don't have that in California. Sorry. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, the Dallas Renegades. I think it's easy to see why uh, Texas is. Oh, and by the way, full of them. The, uh, uh, Alan, the, the battle cry is just going to be the other team's fans. They're just going to be crying in the stands. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Right. Uh, I, I'm, I mean, it's cool. You, you got to always have, you know, bandits or outlaws. It's Texas. So this is fitting. This you is need, great. You need to have every meet. Every league needs a villain. And so far, the Renegades are leading the charge. I would call them the, the Oakland Raiders of the uh, of the XFL. If if the pit is the black hole, but the, the Renegades is a team, is a collective identity, very similar to that vibe. Uh, let's just hope their players have the proper, proper helmets. All right, let's go to our final team introduction and break them down the st louis battle hawks and the team that the, the city that has been just craving for some football and so hyped up on the road to xfl 2020 and they finally got their team identity it lends a lot of connotations to a lot of different things regarding st louis sports let's go to their introduction the birth of the st louis battle hawks Winged warriors, preparing for flight, preparing to fight. They await their orders, then attack as one. Diving, dodging, swooping, striking. Their mission, create chaos. Their mandate, win. At all costs, the St. Louis Battlehawks cleared to engage February 2020. All right, question. I got a good lock. Firing. Woo! Splash <laughs> Bringing in some other show gimmicks. I like it. Uh, how long do you guys think before the Battlehawks moved to be LA second team? Any takers? <laughs> oh, that is a low blow. Oh, boo. Booze. This is St. Louis all the way, man. There's a lot of St. Louis in the name Battlehawks. But I'm going to let you guys go ahead and vent and ask That's, questions and 
contemplate well, I was why. Ask maybe you've done some research on this. I have not. Is it, does St. Louis have a history of aviation? Well, or uh, you know, war in the air. Well, let me let me explain to you, uh, Vince, that the first transatlantic aircraft ever was called the Spirit of St. Louis. Now, took off from New York, but it was called the Spirit of St. Louis. We've had teams even called the St. Louis Spirit in the past, and professional sports have had St. Louis Hawks. That's right, NBA champion St. Louis Hawks, NBA title in 1958. The Battle Hawks tie into kind of both of those, I think, with the aviation, with the Hawks being a formerly a St. Louis uh, professional team, a successful one at that. Uh, and also, the Battle Hawk is a variant of the Black Hawk helicopter, and people in St. Louis hate the Black Hawks, but maybe they could get behind some Battle Hawks. That's what I'm thinking. There's a lot you could explain it with there. Who knows which one it was, if it was any of them, but I think you... If you look at it that way, you can understand why well, Battlehawks came to well, be. And it's not as silly as you think. I think it's an awesome name. Well, let me pull on that string a little bit more. I mean, what do you think Vince McMahon was thinking whenever this idea was pitched to him? Uh, I don't know. And who knows what went down whenever any of these team names have been saying. But I got to imagine. Vince, this could this- be one of those ones that someone this threw out there and, you know, as an idea, nothing that it would actually go through. And then Vince is like, I like it. Let's roll with it. Or. Maybe someone said, whoa, that logo's awesome. And when you flip it upside down, you could see STL, which people pointed out real quick on the Battlehawk logo. It is cool. I am. I can't believe a sword with wings. That's like the most badass thing I could think of. And anytime you put battle in front of anything, I mean, it makes it better. Battle bot, uh, battle... Battle, battle, Vince. Battle toads. Battle toads. Really, honestly, just think of how great it's going to sound when it's the Los Angeles Battle Hawks in ten years. You need to quit. You you are going to have some St. Louis fans coming after you. (laughs) Look, here's my thoughts on the whole Battle Hawk thing, Jake. I'll I'll be quick because I don't think people want me to talk about this too much. Look, the Battle Hawks to me is a great name. It's it's St. Louis. Whatever a Battle Hawk is, it doesn't matter because it's a bad ass name. And St. Louis, if it's something that they created for you, that's great because now you have the first ever uh, modern football team born and raised and brought to you in St. Louis. So this is going to be great. I, look, take it as a, as a hawk that battles. Take it as an aircraft that flies like a helicopter, whatever you want to do. It's, it's a pretty cool name. Yeah, the logo's made, pretty cool. made in St. Louis. I think it's a it's a top four logo, but unfortunately a bottom four name. Hey, hey, no ranking. No ranking. Uh, this whole stuff about if you turn the logo upside down, it spells STL. Well, then why wasn't it? Why wasn't it upside down to begin with? Uh, I, I think St. Louis is just <laughs> happy to have their own team. I think they could have been called up the St. Louis Corn Dogs, and they would, you know, the shirts would be selling. Well, you're not, you're not saying that they mailed this they in. They would have been called Corn Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting chitlins. Oh, really? Jake, you're not saying that the XFL just like phoned this one in, right? No, I'm not saying it phoned in, but I think that's just a that's just a happy coincidence about the whole turning it upside down and it spells something. Oh no, don't put no way. When are you gonna see this logo upside down unless somebody's getting up and when the LA when the LA Wildcats are stomping mud holes on the St. Louis <laughs> Blackhawks, those helmets are gonna be upside down. You're you, gonna you, see that. We might have to remove you from the show for a couple weeks to <laughs> get the heat off us. Let me just say this. Team names are out now. 
kitty gloves are off. There's been there's been <laughs> shots fired at St. Louis fans, at Seattle fans. People are saying things about LSU Tiger fans on this podcast now. Hey, everybody, with team names out there now, this isn't a real-life football league. It's time to pick your squad and go. So that that's what's happening. And uh, I love the honesty. We had a lot of fun today breaking these all down. Uh, before we get off Battlehawks, Jake, you got anything left to say? We know I, when we do our rankings, I got a feeling you're going to put them near the bottom. But uh, About the Battlehawks? I think I think you just have something against St. Louis, but that's just me. No, I don't, no, I don't have anything against St. Louis. Like I said, great logo, not not so great name. Look, here, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just do this, and this is just in general for all the logos out there. Uh, we put out there a poll on our Instagram to all fans, and really, uh, New York with 78% approval rating. Uh, people love that one the most. Uh, coming in last, though, LA at 58%. That one kind of hurt. But it just gives us motivation to come into each one of your towns and, and leave with that W. So LA got the least by, not by a big margin, though, huh? Well, them in second place was three percentage points off. So, so I'll, I'll run it down real quick. New York, Dallas, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, Houston, uh, Seattle, LA. Did I miss anyone? Nope. Yep. You Seattle, DC, LA. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking at them now. You sent them to us here. Oh wow. Yeah, LA lost by a pretty big margin there. Wow. Um, and people are more hype. See, the, you see the few and far between people. People are vocal minorities saying things about the the Seattle Battlehawks. I got your back, Battlehawks fans. Battle up or whatever your battle cry is going to be. Um, I, I, I'm digging it. I'm digging them all. Um. What? It's just that screech from the video. Can I give you my rankings on these names real quick, Brian? No, stop it. I know that's all you ever want to do is rank things, but we'll rank. We'll rank at the end of this week coming up uh, exclusively on Patreon. Check it out. It'll be our August bonus show uh, for you Patreon members. We're going to rank all four of us. We're going to sit here and rank all eight of these team names, colors, and logos, and we'll figure something out on how to get to the top one. And uh, I'm looking forward to that show. I'm looking forward to all the Patreon stuff we got coming up. We've got free exclusive Patreon stuff coming up that everybody needs to check out, whether you're a member or not. Uh, It's free to everybody. Three shows. We've got one college football preview for the upcoming season or season's already starting uh, this weekend. Uh, That's up. We're going to have a fantasy football preview up and NFL preview on the Patreon where we talk all football and tie it into the XFL. And of course, Tons of stuff coming to the free feed as well. Just like that epic uh, time capsule. I mean, I can't wait for like a year from now. I think every, what was the date? August 21st. Every August 21st, I might go back and listen to our our team name extravaganza podcast, which is the pregame, the announcement, and the postgame. That's up on the free, free feed. It is history. So go check that as well. Um, did I forget anything, Brian? I don't know if we can fit anything else in here, man. This is a it was a big week for the XFL for the XFL show, uh, but again, this is all nice and good, man. But when when's when that team? What's that? Uh, when's that draft happening? Drafts happening soon because we're getting NFL preseason cuts this week, uh, coming week, and then we're gonna hear about some players, Vince. A lot of them. Yeah, no doubt about that. There's gonna be a lot of guys that are gonna be in need of employment, and the XFL will be happy to oblige. That's the next step, but. This milestone was a big one, and uh, we finally hit it. Jake, are you are you happy? It's over. The anticipation has come and gone. We've got our team names and logos, and it's on. Oh, to- it's, it's not over. It's not over by a long shot. As long <laughs> as I have a voice on this program. <laughs> so there you go. We got plenty more to say on these, I guess. Uh, I'm just tired of talking colors, but I'll, I'll talk about the team names and identities and 
fathers, keep your daughters away from those Dallas renegades. That's all I got to say this week. And uh, I guess, Bryant, um, you know, just don't take things so literally. <laughs> well, the end of this show literally is now. But, yeah, normally try to take things a little more figurative than literally. Go Wildcats. Yes. Uh, go Cats, go. Go Cats, go. You got, that literal. You got a battle cry to say as we're out of here, Vince? Renegades. 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 Jake? <laughs> is that Texas A&M or is that... Uh, I can't tell. We didn't talk much Aggies on the program today. All right. Well, that's all we got this week. Remember, you can follow us at XFL Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review, a uh, five-star review. We'd appreciate it. And uh, tell your friends the XFL is happening. You, now you can tell them about the team names. If they say, what are the teams? You could give them not just the city, but the team name as well. You could be like, yeah, the Houston Roughnecks. Well, that's a cool name. Yeah. DC Defenders. I encourage everybody to do that because there's still a lot of people out there, believe it or not, that don't even know that this league is happening, and that and that is a major problem. Yes, that is uh, not not good for your, your, your friends. They should know because they're going to love it. So if you're hanging out at the bar this weekend, you're going out with friends, whatever, and you want to talk football with them, let them know. Hey, the XFL's out. It's coming in 2020. And listen to these team names, man. And listen to the X. This is the XFL show if you want to follow along. February is going to be here. How many weeks away are we, Brian? Uh, what are we at? 20... 24, 24 weeks. weeks. 24 weeks. And we'll be kicking and, off. And if you're that desperate, go to our uh, Twitter or Instagram. We have a cool little randomizer there. So you can pick a team just by screenshotting on your phone. It was actually kind of cool. Yeah. And... and- and, I, you know, if you're just getting into the XFL, uh, maybe this is the first time you listen to the program. You, If you go back into the archives, you could listen to 83 weeks worth of shows there. It is just tons of great information getting ready for 2020. I can't wait to see it happen. Yep, honest, that's true. All the shows are on the feed. And I did have an old college buddy hit me up this week who said, hey, I just heard you have an XFL show. I'm going back and listening to every single episode. So- who? was that <laughs> <laughs> some guy named charles lepresto no shout out to dan the hitman cini who's gonna be <laughs> listening to all the episodes and yeah they're out there if you keep hey happy binging all 83 shows you want to or just you know listen weekly we just love that you subscribe and are following along on the road to 2020 we know a lot of you are new to the podcast this week so welcome aboard and let's rock and uh, hey, you, you can also call in. We're going to give out the voicemail a little bit more now. 724-565-4XFL as we wind down. Uh, that phone line is open. The show is over right now, but you could call at any time. Voice your opinion, ask a question, and get on the show. we love to hear from you. 724-565-4XFL. <gasps> Woo! All right. It was, it was a big week. It had to be a long show, obviously, and I'm glad it's uh, come and gone and we can focus on players, though. So I'm super pumped. Uh I've got that glow still, Brian. I don't know if it's ever going going to go away. It was the team names were born this week. Well, yeah, team names are cool and all, but what are the uniforms coming out? <laughs> all right, for Brian, for Jake, for Vince, I'm Alan. This is the XFL show. Remember, they're listening. <laughs> <laughs>